Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, my friends. I hope this finds you well today. I am recording this mid-January, so I'm looking out my window and seeing white stuff all over the place. Snow, and I'm looking forward to finally going skiing with my husband this weekend. We uh, usually have snow earlier. We've had a weird snowless, practically snowless, kind of just more icy winter so far here in Vermont. And uh, we have not yet gone skiing. So I it's part of my mission to fall back in love with winter and I'm slowly making progress <laughs> in that arena and one of the ways I'm doing that is by getting out in the beautiful nature and cross-country skiing. So I can't wait till I get to finally do that this winter, this weekend. I hope you're doing some fun things yourself and actually this really relates to our topic today. I have a, a fun little topic to share with you today. And ultimately, it will create one of our favorite things as highly sensitive women, connection. What we highly sensitive women so often really consider to be connection and crave so much, really, is to feel a sense of synchrony on the same level, like togetherness, like a togetherness of experience and feeling, right? To feel... um, Like we crave to be able to understand and be understood, right? To empathize and be empathized with. In other words, we crave sharing emotions, right? That like sharing emotions is a way in which we can feel connected, right? When we share emotions with our honey, it really feels like a doorway to closeness, particularly when those emotions (laughs) are, you know, warm ones, not like the negative hard ones that we talked about in like the recent episode on should pain. Those emotions aren't what we crave. (laughs) So one of the most direct actions that we can take to feel that connection is to move together. Another way to put this is share motions to share emotions. So I want to make sure before I dive into to that, that I don't communicate to you that connection comes from action. It doesn't. Connection actually truly comes from how we are thinking and feeling, right? For example, I feel super close to my, my dear, one of my dearest friends who lives 2,000 miles away in California, and I haven't seen her in a few years, and I only talk to her every couple of months, right? I feel super close to her. I feel connected to her because of how I think about her. 
This is really huge to understand. And I've talked about it in various ways on this podcast, but it's not really the point of this episode, but I wanted to make sure I I slipped that in there, right? And this is the thing. We can influence our mind, right, and our state of being and our feelings through activity, right? Our physical movements and really the ways that we kind of engage our bodies, move our bodies, use our bodies, literally can create like a cascade of biochemistry, that influences our thinking and perception and of course leads to our to feelings and so we can use this to our advantage in our love lives and in general in our lives so like to put this really simply moving our bodies in certain ways influences our feelings and our thinking right so for example in a really recent episode I talked about kissing for six seconds. I think I called that episode something like six seconds to improve your marriage. Um, right? And smiling, for example, it literally like smiling, even when you don't feel happy, actually helps you feel happier because of the biochemistry a, a smile creates in your body, right? Taking long, slow, deep breaths makes us feel calmer and more peaceful stretching our arms up and out like a superwoman flying for a little while doing that it it literally brings us confidence and courage right like a sense of being big and strong put our body in that position we start to feel that way and again that's because of how that shifts our hormones our neuropeptides our all the all the biochemistry right and shifts how we think and perceive and and ultimately how we feel so it, it totally makes sense that moving in synchrony with another person can lead to a feeling of synchrony between us. So my, my husband and I have found this to be true. And we, we, t- we actually take this seriously, this fact seriously. And we actually found evidence of this on our very, very first date. Um, we he wasn't a complete stranger when we went on our first date. We, we went hiking for actually most of the day. We were in similar friend circles. So we both already like knew we were good, trustable people. <laughs> and on that hike, we bonded really quickly and naturally. It was We were literally moving together. Hike, hike, hike up that mountain. Um, and, and so we still hike and walk, ski and bike, canoe together regularly um and I don't really consider myself sporty so it's not like that's like an identity that here I have we just know that it's a bonding activity right it always reinforces and strengthens our connection and closeness and I want to just you know I've been calling this a fact and that's because it is backed by research that not only does sharing movement or motion together catalyze a new relationship to really take root or a new team to kind of gel, it also further cements and really makes more satisfying current connections like the one you have with your partner. So there is some research uh, conducted by a woman named Tanya Vacherkolksmsuk. <laughs> Sorry, Tanya. Totally botched your beautiful 
complicated long name. Uh, she conducted study a study or maybe a couple of studies maybe that show when people move together as an orchestrated unit. They later report that they felt a really kind of embodied sense of rapport, right? Of a sense of connection and trust and warmth and, and even aliveness with each other, right? And we kind of all want that in our marriages, right? So other studies have actually found the same thing. Like that wasn't the only study. There's been many studies that, that find that when people move their bodies together, such as walking with each other, singing, right? And singing, we're moving our mouths together as kind of one. Um, like tapping, even like just tapping on your bodies, uh, swaying together, uh, dancing together in rhythm, doing all of these things. It, it actually breeds a sense of liking and compassion and cooperation and all the good stuff. I found this you know, before I, I heard of this research, I absolutely experienced this when I used to teach dance. I used to teach a form of dance, um, and I hope to, to go back to it someday when the pandemic is not limiting such things. Uh, but I truly, like, I've never been in a room where I felt so much love and connection and a sense of community as I have in those you know, at the end of those classes, after we'd moved together, kind of in and out of synchrony to the same music for about an hour. Like the sense of love in that room was palpable. And I know I was, you know, my, my students reported that too. And I, I, I mean, there was more to why, but a huge part of that, I'm so sure, is literally, you know, moving to the same music in a similar or very same way for a period of time. So to be really succinct, one way we can put this is share motions to share positive emotion or like move in synchrony to feel in sync. And I think this is so fun. <laughs> Because movement itself can, can be so fun. And of course, those feelings of feeling in sync and the positive emotion and the connection and the closeness, that's so fun too, right? We all love that, don't we, as highly sensitive women? And, and I want to share something that I think is even more fun. It's been found that synchronizing movement while touching and being kind of lighthearted or silly, like having a lighthearted silliness about you, <laughs> is actually the best for connection and bonding and couples who do these things that include synchronized movement touching and being kind of silly or having like fun when couples do this these things regularly they have better quality marriages than those who don't so there's a fun example that i thought would be just fun to share here uh, of uh, some research. I don't know who actually conducted the, the research, but there was, uh, they put couples in a big gym or like a gymnastics place with padded floors and they they tied or they used like Velcro bands to tie couples' wrists and ankles together. I can't even really fully visualize how they did this. <laughs> but then they, they told them that what they had to do was crawl 
on their hands and knees. So they must have just tied one ankle and one <laughs> wrist together. And then they had them crawl as fast as they could to the to other side of the gym and all the way back. And, and somewhere in there was like some sort of barrier or like little mountain or sort of thing they had to climb over. And at the same time, they had to hold like some sort of pillow <laughs> off the floor so it wouldn't touch the floor without using their arms or hands or teeth. So it, like somehow they had to like probably press against each other to keep this pillow off the ground. <laughs> and if they were able to complete this task in less than a minute, they'd win like a bag of candy or something. Now, I imagine this activity could have, with a certain attitude, been a nuisance and no fun at all. But with a lighthearted attitude, probably because the activity was just so ridiculous, it was easy to have like a silliness, a feeling of sort of silliness enter in, right? Hilariousness. Um, it, yeah, so it tended to be just hilarious, right? It led to a lot of laughter. And what the researchers ended up finding was that the couples who did particularly these ones, right? They also like, as always, they had um, controls, right? So couples who didn't uh, have the most ridiculous activities, who didn't actually think it was funny or have fun while doing it, um, they found that the couples who did it this this fun-filled way, um, and they actually, and that, that required, this is the point here too, that required the touch and the like synchronized movement, they actually came to love each other more deeply, right? They reported that they were more accepting of each other for a long time afterwards. There was less hostile behavior in their discussions afterwards. Um, and really like these, these silly kind of even childlike activities together deepened their loving feelings and strengthened their bond. So if that's not fun and encouraging, I don't know what is. <laughs> So the question then becomes, right, how might you, yes, you, I'm talking to you, invite more movement together into your life? My clients have reported going on more hikes together, more bike rides, walks, like going bowling. And of course, sex can most definitely be included here. Like talk about moving together and including touch, right? I personally really like to dance with my husband, often in silly, playful ways. Uh, we also do yoga together every morning at o dark 30 <laughs> for 20 minutes or so. It doesn't have to be a really long time, right? Um, playing on sports teams together are, are options. Simply hugging and rocking together is great. Uh, there's so many options, right? The sky's totally the limit and you can get so creative with this. Now, I imagine some of you might be asking, well, that sounds fun, but how do I get my partner on board? So of course, here, there's lots of options too. Uh, you can always ask your partner what he likes in terms of like motion, right? And if he'd like to do that with you, or, um, or if you can join him, right? when he does that activity, or you can just tell him you'd love it if he'd join you for whatever activity you want, right? 
or uh, share that you really like if you want to take this a little further you can share that you really want to maintain or even improve things between you and you love feeling connected to him you love feeling close to him and you've learned that moving together is one way to to create more of that right I find that when we when we communicate from that place of like hey I love you and I love us and I want things to be even better our partner can be like is can be much more open to uh to what we're asking or, or suggesting. So try that. And I'd love to hear how this goes for you. Uh, I do want to offer that there's a couple caveats here. You know, moving together isn't going to do much for you <laughs> if you're thinking really negatively, right? If you're stuck in what I call should pain, as I talked about in a couple episodes ago, if you're ruminating about something that happened between you and your partner, right? You, If your mind is in any of those places, you're not going to be as open to being present and actually getting the benefits of sharing motion, right? So in other words, sharing motion is not a substitute for the deeper work of stewarding your emotions and managing your mind. And also, movement can really help with feeling connected and with building trust and all of these things we've been talking about. But if you have a partner who is just disinterested in it, who isn't into it, this is not a sign of doom and gloom or incompatibility. So please don't take my words here and use it as evidence that you're not compatible or that things will never work between you because that's just not true, right? So much else matters and makes a difference as I share all about in this podcast. And again, most importantly, if you haven't picked this up from my podcast episodes yet, like what's so most, most important of all really is how you perceive, think, and what you believe and ultimately what you feel, right? Because that's the source of our feelings, which all of this is under your and only your control. As I talk about extensively in other episodes, right? And and I work in depth on with my clients and, and th- they get what they feel like are truly miraculous improvements in their marriage. So I know like just briefly mentioning this, you might be like, what is she even talking about? <laughs> There's some great episodes. I think it's episode 15, What You Make It Mean Means Everything. That's a good one that just kind of dives into this uh, pretty succinctly. And then I think the one before it is all about feelings, um, the source of our feelings maybe. So if you want a little taste of that, those are good ones to go listen to for, for getting more of an understanding of what I mean. And then the last one I would like to point you to, oh gosh, all so many episodes talk about this, uh, but one of them that's really great for this is Where a Culture of Love and Safety in Your Marriage Begins. That's episode 33. Like that is all actually more important than the activities you do or don't do together, I promise. But clearly moving together can bolster connection. So I want to share one last tidbit for you today, which is that research also shows that men tend to have different ways of connecting and feeling connected than women do. Obviously, this is a generalization, (laughs) not always true, but for men, it's often 
they get sense of connection and feeling connected through activity, right? Activity-based. And so you can really use this understanding to your and your relationship's benefit so that you can both feel the connection you want with each other. And I will be diving more into that in an upcoming episode. So look forward to that. And in the meantime, get moving with your man and be oh so well. Hey, if you want to increase your power to make your marriage so much more easy, so much more connected, so much more amazing, you've got to get on my email list. Once you get there, you'll receive regular drops of insight and guidance and direction and love and encouragement from me. All you have to do is sign up to receive my free ebook, The Seven Most Powerful Phrases to Deepen Connection. It's actually 12 amazing phrases to deepen connection. These are phrases that if you use them, they will bring in and start cultivating more closeness, more understanding, more respect, all the good things you're looking for more of in your marriage and your daily life with your honey. So go grab that. Head over to www.lifeisworthloving.com and you'll see a tab that says free stuff. I think that's what it says. And you click there and scroll down or I'll just simply put the direct link to that seven most powerful phrases to deepen connection in the show notes. So enjoy that and I'll see you in your inbox.